This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Then you start looking around the other performances, and obviously you've got to talk about Aiden Hutchinson and the fact that some of his biggest moments now are coming when it matters most. Last week against Chicago, it's the sack at the end of the game. This week, it's the interception. Uh, it's the fumble recovery. It's constantly wreaking havoc down the line of scrimmage and having to be accounted for sometimes by one or even two blockers, even if you're not getting a running back out um, you know, and, and they're forced to chip a guy. Like that is, is taking a resource away from the offense that a, that a running back's not getting out or a tight end or a receiver, whoever it is that's coming over and helping. Um, but the, the interception that he had – First of all, it it really turned things for Detroit. It was a key moment, and we we knew that that was part of what was going to be expected of him when they moved him over from hand in the dirt to, to the two-point stance. That guy occasionally has to drop into pass coverage. He does it. He's running away from the quarterback. He's got his eyes on the quarterback, reads it. The ball is thrown right over his head. He jumps up, catches it, and returns it 20 yards. Like He is starting to become... A guy that you are expect you're looking for when it's third and long. There's a key moment that he's going to make a play uh, for the defense. Yeah, and that's what we've been waiting for. You know, <laughs> we've been well, waiting even for last week on the goal line, right? going down the goal yeah. line, making a big play. Yeah, and and sniffing out the screen. You know, against yep. Chicago leads to a pick six. You know, leads to an overthrow there. Um, that's something we've been waiting for because we've seen glimpses of it. You know, early in the season, you saw, you know, week one, okay, we don't really know yet. Week two, Washington's like, oh, man, like we got something. Yeah. Then a little bit quiet for three or four games, you know, yeah. not making much of an impact. And then you saw, you know, Dallas, okay, man, like getting in the backfield, sack and a half. Um, now you've seen it really, you can probably point to, you know, at least – two or three plays in the last three weeks that have been game-changing plays. You look at the interception uh, against Green Bay, right? That's a huge play, man. They got the ball to one-yard line. You know, you get a takeaway there, that's a huge – that's a game-changing play. Uh, getting in the way of, of the screen, you know, Justin Fields leads to a pick six. That's a game-changing play. Getting a sack against Justin Fields on the last drive, you know, on second and ten and backing him up, that's a game-changing play. Yesterday, interception. You, you know what I mean? You're starting yeah. to see them consistently where there was just a long stretch of time there where we didn't see that. And I don't know what, you know, got you say better late than never. Um, obviously, the coaches figured something out by putting him in that two-point stance, by allowing him to use his instincts more and his awareness more rather than just being, 
you know, bull in China shop getting backfield and disrupt. Now he's able to read the play. He's able to read formations. He's able to read, you know, stances of the offensive tackles and try to anticipate what's what's coming and try to uh, figure out how teams are trying to, uh, you know, play with his eyes a little bit, whatever it might be. Um, and he's doing it at, at, a, at a high level, but he's doing it consistent. And that, for me, as a young player, like it just looks like you can. He's a guy you can point to and say, he's starting to figure it out, you know. And once you do that, then the game looks like it's slowing down for him. I mean, he's doing. He's he. He seems like John. I know you probably talked to him a lot at Michigan, but he seems like a very smart player. He's yeah. very instinctual. He's not just a player that's. Oh, I'm just going to go out there and beat you one on one. Like he he's able to digest things. He's able to figure out the little small intricacies of what goes on, you know, the, the little things in football that nobody else really realizes, but they actually, they're a big deal. You know, um, he seems like a very, very smart, high football IQ type of player. And I think uh, the reason why he's making a lot of these plays is because. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You know, they've changed him up a little bit, putting him in two-point. They're allowing him to read those things, and when when it's read, react, go, rather than just... I'm going to go and then try to figure it out during the middle of the play, you know? So, um, but man, he's been, he's starting, we're starting to see, I think that, uh, true potential that everybody hoped he, we would, we would see, you know, from the number two pick. And, and how that trait I think relates to him as a pass rusher is, and you know, this, when you're going against a guy that is a great athlete, right? You're concerned because he's just a better athlete than I am and he could beat me but you also yeah. have and all the, it takes is once and all yeah it all <laughs> takes is once but you also have that in the back of your mind like this guy is just not very smart he's just going to try and beat me with his athletic ability and yeah. if i play my technique if i take this set if i change it up with the jump set if i cut him if i do things to keep him off balance i think i can win 100% of these matchups even though he's a better athlete then when you play against a guy that is that is has that football iq now in the back of your mind, you're going, is, is he setting me up for this third and long where maybe I have there's a move that he knows will work against me that I haven't seen yet? Or yeah. is he setting me up time and time again for, for his best move? You just don't necessarily where he's going to put it on. Like That's where I think that football IQ starts to pay off you know, in the future. And, yeah. and maybe throughout the course of this year, but when he watches film this offseason, because he's a guy that's going to dissect everything that he does, and he looks at it moving forward next year, okay, here's what I've got to do to work on to be better. Here's here's the different situations. Now that he's been in those, has that experience, and says, you know, on these different situations, here's where I have to be setting a guy up all game long for this move. Yeah. No, bull rush, bull rush, bull rush. And, yeah. Hey, man, I'm gonna. He's gonna start leaning on me. He's gonna start ducking his head. You know, then bam, that, that third down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him with the swim. I'm gonna hit him with the spin. You know, that's all part of what really the great defensive ends do. Yeah, they know they're not gonna get a sack on every single play. They set you up. 
you know? Or if you watch and say, hey, this left tackle last week just got beat, you know, with a couple spin moves, right? I'm going to show up, and I'm not going to do it right off the bat. I'm going to think, oh, I'm just going to power him, or I'm going to try to go around the edge, and then yeah. bam. Or I'm going to test him when and he, see how he reacts. When he thinks he's figuring me out, that's when you hit it. That's when you change it up, and that's when you can make that game-changing play. Um, yeah, those me, are all part of his game. That yeah, He's taking a big step. That's the biggest change. We watched him early on, and you take a look at the sacks against Washington, right? Those were effort sacks. Yeah, a couple they coming were, off stunts and twists. Yeah, and, and, and plays where – you watch him play, you know, play in and play out, and it's he's throwing his best stuff every single time. Yeah. He's going hard every single time, and that's great, but that's not what makes you a great pass rusher. You've got to be able to set a guy up. Yeah. You've got to be able to pick and choose your times. You play with that effort every time so that when those sacks are there to be had, you're in position when there's a fumble outside the numbers, you're in position, which, you know, those are the effort things that he's doing now. But when he actually starts using some of that football IQ in the rush, I think that's where he's going to take a step forward. Now, another guy 